This sermon was recorded at the Church of Christ, Wheeler area, located at 1500 South Allen L. Bean Boulevard in Wheeler, Texas. You're invited to join us at our worship assemblies each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. Today, or this evening, I'm going to talk about this in a different way, but something bugs me bad. <laughs> We're turning kids out and... And even when we walk out in the world, we're trained to think that people are honest and good, and we listen to our adults, and we're deceived all the time. So I'm going to hammer on this. Uh, I've talked to my daughter going to college. Sean prepared me a little bit, and, uh, and I'm thankful, and I need to tell him I'm thankful for that. But there's been some questions I've had to answer that I never expected I'd have to answer. So we're going to look at the ways that the world would, uh, I guess they'll get everything turned on. The ways that we can, the world will deceive us, ways of deception. You know, you, I read something in getting ready for this. In late September 1964, Confederate uh, General Nathan Bedford Forrest was leading troops north from Decatur, Alabama to Nashville, toward Nashville. To make it uh, to Nashville, he had to go through the Union Army at Athens, Alabama, and his command was Colonel Wallace Campbell. And when he went to him, he refused to surrender. So, Bedford took him around and requested a personal meeting, and they went around, and they were going to look at the troops, his troops, with him. They looked at this one group, and as soon as they picked up to go to another spot, <laughs> that group picked up and moved somewhere else, art artillery and everything, and they kept doing this until uh, Campbell surrendered. <laughs> he said, I surrender, we can't fight you. You know, it, why are we deceived? Deception has been around a long time. But we're easy to be deceived and we need to understand that. It's been used as tactics in war and it's used in our lives. All, all around us. The devil walks around us every day and disguises himself any way that he can so he can fool us to try to pull us away from God. People will tell us that things are untrue just to cause doubt in our lives and our minds. It is important to know the word of God. The truth is not what man thinks, but the truth comes from above. We want, we all want to think that will not happen to us, but it can. We read here in Colossians uh, two and one: deception is they use persuasive words. For I would that ye know what great conflict I have for you, and for them at Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted being knit together in love and unto the riches and full assurance of understanding, the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and the Father and of Christ, in whom hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest that any man should be beguile you with enticing words, for, I, for though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the Spirit, joying and beholding your order and steadfast and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. One trying to deceive you will use uh, words to persuade you and make you believe them. Uh, have you ever seen a good debate? Not some that we've seen in the, on TV, but a good debate. I've gone to some high school debates, and this person presents this point, and this one debates and presents their point. And I'm listening, yeah, that's right. I'll agree with that. And I'm just going back and forth. A deceiver or somebody good at that, that's what they'll do. They'll try to get you circling around and make doubt in your mind. Create doubt. 
We need to know that this can happen to us and they can make us believe something we wouldn't normally believe. And that persuasion could uh, cause us to live our, way, our life in a way that's not acceptable to God. Deception can be subtle. We saw this in Genesis 3. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree in the garden. And I didn't put the rest of the story, and we know that the serpent changed one word. He said, Ye shall not surely die. Ye shall not. Subtle. Uh, Eve believed, and they did partake of the fruit. And we see in 2 Corinthians 11 and 3 where Paul was talking to the Corinthian people and warning them but I fear lest by any means as a serpent beguiled Eve through the sub, sub, subtleness so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ the deceiver will be subtle just like the serpent in the garden of Eden subtle is how the scripture can be taken out of context and lead us to false teachings and deceivers are good at mixing words President Lincoln had a stubborn disputer and he couldn't convince him in what he wanted him to, and what he's trying to convince him with. And he said, okay, how many legs does a cow have? He said, four. And he said, well, yes. And the guy was kind of upset with the dumb question. He said, okay, I'm calling the tail a leg. How many legs does a cow have? He said, five. He said, that's where you're wrong. Just because I said the tail's a leg doesn't mean it's a leg. It's got four legs. Mixing words. People mix words to try to confuse us. People mix words to try to make us to believe. Mixing words. So you need to be careful of, of a subtle mixing of words and how they can lead us away from our beliefs and the truth that, that is written in God's word. Deception uses smooth words and flattery. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Paul was warning the Roman brethren about deceptions they'll face. Deceivers' uh, words will be opposite of their intent and actions. They want to make you believe they care when they're full of malice. Being per using persuading words, being subtle and flattering words are all ways others can deceive us. Most of y'all know I've been in the school business a while, and those of you might agree with this. I've been in the office several times, either with a kid from trouble from what he's done for us, trouble for what he's done for the law, any kind, or might be with a juvenile probation. And I guarantee you 99% of the time they're the best leaders in school. They are the best leaders in school. You know, some people with, with smooth talkers or flattering, they, they, they can make you laugh, they can get you on their side, and you know, they can get you to walk down a path wrong every time. Now, I will say this, some of those kids, when they got out, thank goodness, probably through prayer and a lot of work on their, their, uh, uh, with their parents and, and God's help, they turned it around and leading in the right way. But many times, I bet the prisons are full of leaders, <laughs> that chose the wrong path. So you need to be careful the friends you choose, the people you hang around, the people you're around, and watch what they're saying. And make sure they're not using words of flattery and just to try to lead you away from the truth and lead you to go astray. <clears throat> One thing we have to realize, we can be deceived. 
Be sober, be vigilant, because the adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walks about, sinking who he may devour. There's a lot of scams out there in the world, and most of y'all knew my dad, and he would probably say, I don't know how people get caught up in that. You can probably hear him saying it. He called me terrified one day. He got a phone call, and it was from his grandson, Todd, who was in Mexico, in jail, and his parents didn't know he was there, so don't call my parents. They knew all that. Get $5,000, put it on a card, and send it to this number. And he was headed to the bank before he got to his senses. You know, he's, as a man, I thought he was pretty with it, but he said it almost got me. We have to be vigilant. We have to know our surroundings. We have to know what's going on. And uh, I told him, I, you know, I've known a lot of uh, some other people that's gotten through those type scams, those type people. And that was just money. But think if somebody uses that to make you believe something that's not true in God's word, makes you turn that, twist it just a little, you should not surely die. That's not what he meant. And tells you something you want to hear, you're just going to have knowledge. Make sure people don't do that to you. We need to understand that we can be deceived. But we need to also understand Satan's deception can be withstood. There, thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace of Jesus that is in Jesus Christ, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. The same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure the hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Seek to be th strong through the grace of Christ and in his word. Endure the hardness and be a good soldier and serve the Lord. Be prepared to defend your beliefs and share the word. And part of this, I told Bever this yesterday in the meal we had before the service. We was talking about Kenan. And I said, it's hard. I never dreamed I'm going to have to explain why she has to listen, listen to an atheist teacher. <laughs> And one that believes that marijuana ought to be legal. And I'm sitting there telling them, well, she, and she has a hard time believing that person's in control of my grade. That was hard. Luckily enough that the, they, they have a relationship with their mother enough that they'll share this. She'll share it with me after they tell her. Be sure you can talk to your kids. <laughs> kids, listen to your parents. I'm telling you, these things are true. These things are happening out there and uh, there's a lot of young people in here and it's it probably ain't going to get better pray it does hope it does but but just be prepared to stand in your beliefs and what you know is the truth from above power and influence and sin can can deceive you for sin taking occasion by the commandment deceive me and by it slew me Letting sin back in our lives can lead us away from God. Sin gives us false satisfaction when we think it'll make us happy, but it always takes us to the dark world. You know there's a fish. I'm going to have to biology lesson too. I've got paper and a phone. There's a puffer fish. It contains a toxin and a substance that makes it foul tasting and lethal to other fish. To humans, the uh, uh, toxin is deadly up to 12 times more than a poison, poisonous than cyanide. Therefore, enough toxins in one puffer fish to kill 30 adult humans, and there is no known antidote. Would you eat that fish? 
You know, in Japan, they eat that fish. It's a delicacy. Cooks have to train, train hours. It said hours and years to be able to cook the puffer fish so they can take the toxins out of the fish. But you know what happens sometimes? Get my notes out so I can tell you. The, it didn't give me a number. People die from eating this fish every year. And many more get sick. To eat a puffer fish. I don't think I'd do it. Compare that to sin. Does sin make us sick? The sin draws closer to our eternal home? Might make us happy for a while. That's false, isn't it? False happiness. Just like this puffer fish. People are taking a chance that that shelf went to school and actually listened and didn't go like I did. He knew what he was doing or she knew what they were doing. Let's don't mess with sin. Let's don't let it get back in our lives. We, we, can, we can fall away. We can be deceived by our own our wants and, and what we think we want. Do not let sin come back in your lives because it can take you away from God. And we know that sins enslaves us. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same yet same he is brought in bondage. We read in 1 John, for all the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of this world. Sin promises liberty, but it enslaves us. When we begin to serve sin, we can be deceived that we're happy, it's making us happy, but in the end, we're going to suffer. You know, one of the things when Kenan called, we had to define kind of some parameters. You know, they're your teachers, <laughs> but never write down something you don't believe. A grade's not worth compromising your beliefs. It's kind of what we came to. If the atheist wants you to say there is no God, there's no question there, don't answer it. So we have to stand up. And so we had to have some parameters. So we had to define, we need to define our proper actions, our improper actions or desires. Reading Colossians, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiousness, I can't say that word ever, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which these things sake, the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in which ye also walked some time, when he lived with them. But now you're also to put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. We can stay away from deceptive nature of sin if we know the actions a Christian should take and we take those actions. We need to know the word, obey the word, and serve God and have faith in the word. We need to know that God's never going to deceive us. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Remember them which have rule over you who has spoken unto the word of God whose, whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. The thing about a deceiver or somebody lying to you, trying do the stories always change? I shouldn't say our tactics because we have some school kids here, but we ask them here this time and this person asks this time and then we usually get to the truth because <laughs> they can't keep it the same. 
But God's words, the truth, it was the same as it was delivered, written down. It's the same today. It's going to be the same tomorrow and 100 years from now. It's not going to change. So when we have questions of if it, what we need to do, how we need to live our lives, look to the word. It's the truth. It's from above, not from here, not of men. And God will never deceive you, and he is always with you. John 14 and 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto me, but to the, unto the Father, but by me. Then Jesus said to the Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, and ye, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Jesus will never lead us astray. God's word will never lead us astray. It will always lead us down the path of righteousness. Now, I don't want anybody, the kids or anybody, to be scared to walk out of the building. Man, everybody's going to deceive me. It's not all bad. There's a lot of good people. But I do encourage you to know as, as parents, grandparents, talk to kids, children, students, kids, however you want me to address you, young people, that's probably the best way. Talk to your parents. Have that communication. So when you're out in the world, don't be scared to bring it up to somebody. Don't be scared to ask questions. Don't be deceived because people are there to deceive you. And they wait till we're weak. They wait till they find out what we really like and try to hit us there and tear us away from God's word, tear us away from what we know is right. And it's a shame that that's how it works, but it does. Know God's word, believe God's word, and as Zane pointed out this uh, morning, we need to have our faith where it needs to be, above and not here on this earth. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this sermon podcast. If you would like more information or have questions about what you have heard, email us at cfcwheelerarea at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash wheelerareacfc.